The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is about miracles or coincidences. Maybe they're just coincidences. No. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Thank you, Sienna, for making pour over coffees for us. It's so good. Mm -hmm. All right. If you are joining us and you missed the last episode, we spoke a little bit about why we love pour over coffee. We spoke a lot about yeah, it. We did. Actually, 13 minutes, not to scare you. But it's so good, mm. especially on batching days. All right. So we are, we, batch, are. we are batch recording yep. podcast episodes. And this particular one, we decided to share with you our whole experience with doing music. Writing songs, recording songs, performing songs with each other, you know, being together in our relationship. And that provides the setting for talking about these strange coincidences. We've had a lot of them, but we're just going to share three major ones, right? We're going to share uh, three recent, of them. Three recent ones. Three recent ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. So um, we've, now we've touched on our relationship several times. In various podcasts, mm-hmm. we've also posted about it. But let's just give a quick overview. Yeah, so the quick overview is that Toast and I met through music. It didn't start off as a love relationship, but we definitely felt drawn to each other in a creative way. And we pretty much, after Toast moved from Hawaii to California, we pretty much hit the ground running. We actually had a gig lined up. We just went. And from that moment, we met someone who then invited us to another gig, which led to another gig. And it really snowballed this amazing music adventure. And through it all, then love happened, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we were on such a great roll and um, had some amazing opportunities. Uh, We give a very, very brief paragraph of the opportunities in our Instagram posts that we can link up. Okay. I yes, won't go yes. through, I won't go I'll through. make a note of that to do that know. here. I won't go through them right now, but, um, and then all of a sudden people who were following our music then stopped hearing from us. And, you know, at that point we had decided to put our music down. It you know, instead of continuing on the, um, to see where it could all lead and, you know, to continue expanding with our music, we decided to put music down, stop doing it in a full-time way so that we could focus on our relationship. Yes. So one of the things that we shared in previous episodes is that we got along so well with music, but outside of music, we were always fighting 
Mm-hmm. We were fighting and we were really irritating, right? It was irritating. Oh, we, we were irritating ourselves. Like so late and fighting and fighting and fighting. And, um, you know, it got to the point where we would be on the side of a very big stage. Someone's introducing us and giving the background about us and who we are. And we're still fighting on the side, <laughs> like quietly, right? Under our breath and just, you know, throwing in another sentence and another jab and just doing that on the side. And then they would call us out. We'd go out because the show must go on. And we we uh, would start singing and like two or three bars in, we'd forget what we were fighting about. I mean, there is a very real healing aspect to music. It just restores some sanity to us. It it, it does. did, right? It kind of like, like reprioritize like... things while we're up there doing music. And after mm-hmm. the gig, we wouldn't go back to discussing whatever it was we were mm-hmm. having an issue with. Mm-hmm. However, as we became more and more known for our harmonies, it was really unsettling that we didn't have harmony in our relationship. Ooh, well said. Outside of, you know, the vocal harmonies. And there was su- there seemed to be such a disconnect because mm-hmm. we'd be out there and we weren't we weren't fake because while we're out there we are having a good time mm-hmm. we feel very connected cuz like i said once we started the gig the harmonies the blends we have to do and how we have to energetically come together as well as where we place our voices in order to create a harmony all of that is you're you're working together it's, it's kind of you know you know it makes me laugh because it makes me think of the trust fall exercise oh my god it's kind of like you know you're out on stage and it's like yeah. okay you got to do the trust fall yeah. so you better do it and yeah. then doing that you know like being there for each other in that way working yeah. together it's like okay yeah it just puts things in perspective and you mm-hmm. get over yourself and your little quibbles that you were so hung up about yeah you know two minutes earlier and yeah. Yeah. So so we stopped in order to prioritize our relationship because what we also realized is yes, we hit the ground running running with our music and love came from that, a love relationship, but we never had the foundation building period of our relationship that most couples do who don't work together, mm-hmm. especially in a yeah. creative capacity. True. You don't have that dating and the you know, really getting to know each other, you really get to know each other in a creative, creative way very quickly, but not the, not everything else, which is a lot. Right. You know, and so we put our music on hold. And although we still did write music every now and then, we did a gig every now and then. Um, mostly they were benefit gigs. Often we... Um, we did a wedding here and there, but we did not. We stopped doing music full time. And also stopped doing it in any regular way. Yeah, that's, we, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I just said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, we're going to start fighting about this right now. <laughs> so then we spent like, you know, seven to nine years not doing music, like in the full time way. And that's mm. a lot of years to a lot, yeah. not be doing uh-huh. something that... Um, was really your everything mm-hmm. prior to that. But, but luckily, I would say both of us have very a, a wide range of interests, mm-hmm. right? Like 
were not just only interested in music, which is right. what allowed us to have such a long to still stretch be creative. without doing music. Yes, yes. Right? And we were creative so, in other ways, and we yeah. still are creative in other ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something that I will share is that the music for us kept coming back. Like, right. it kept kind of like yanking at our shirt, like, hey, hey. Like a creepy little ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and so we would go, okay, should we do it again? And, you know, I don't know why we, in the past, could never seem to follow through in a full-time way with music. I don't, I, I don't know why. I don't know if we just had, um, that our cellular memory was full of that time of full-time music that was coupled with the pain of the arguing. So I don't know if our bodies went well. Full time means pain and arguing. Mm. So, but whatever that might it is, be part of it might be part of mm-hmm. it. Whatever it is, we are here again. It is 2019, um, and we have we we actually announced this on our Instagram and in our face on our Facebook page that we are coming back to music, and we're not sure what that looks like, and we are okay with that. Right. We know that um, it's in us. Uh, we need to do it. And we are open-ended about how that's going to look. And yeah. we're just going to do it. Anything you want to... Did I miss Yeah, anything? it just feels like part of our, part of our life path kind of thing. It's kind of like yeah. this podcast. It's like, why are we, you know, what's the end game? What's the end goal? Yeah, we don't know. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, we don't have this whole business plan with the with the end goal. And, yeah. we're, and we're tracking all the statistics and the metrics and the, no, I, we're just, we're yeah. like, okay, we want to follow spirit, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And I mean, do I, do kn- I do know that we like being of service. We like to be helpful. Right. And if that, if that's through our podcast, if that soon becomes something we do through our music, I will be I will be very satisfied. Me too. And that will feel really good. Yes, yes. Um 100%. And I also believe that part of our move to Portland was almost this unspoken uh like we had this unspoken goal of dusting off our music selves mm. in a way. And even our creative selves, because the podcast in and of itself is creative. That's true. And, you know, after moving to Portland late January, January 31st, Feb 1, mm-hmm. we started our podcast again in May. Right. You know, so it was pretty fast after the move here. Mm-hmm. And even last year we were... Talking about music again, and here we are in 2019 talking about music. And so, what does this have to do with this episode? And why are we sharing this with you all? It's about the coincidences. Yes. And the quality of our decisions for dedicating ourselves to work on music again. Yes. Right? Yes. Because Okay, so should we take this chron- chronologically? Well, you know, I we think... we have three different... I think that... I think it's important to share that, you know, when you make a decision, some people think, oh, you just make it once. 
<laughs> because you make that decision and that should be it. You decided. Mm. And we have definitely spoken a lot about decisions and the importance of decisions. And we talked about decidir, to cut oneself off from anything unlike that decision. What is that, Latin or something like that? I think like it's that. Latin, yeah. Um, but we're here to say that from our experience so far, you have to keep deciding for it. Yeah. You have to keep choosing it. Mm-hmm. And there are different um, qualities to your decisions, even if it's seemingly the same decision, the energetic backing of the, of how you decide, mm. what you're deciding. You mean the depth of conviction that you have? Is yes. that what you're thinking of when you're saying yes. quality of? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, I know for myself, I have made these decisions where the verbiage is very strong, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay. Yes, look, I'm deciding for this. Okay. But the conviction is not there. Mm-hmm. It's almost right. like I have the depth one of foot. feeling, right? The yes, like I have one foot in the door, the other foot out. Like, oh, well, I don't know if this is going to really work. So, mm. yeah, but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I totally know what you mean, yeah. And that's not really... That type of um, deciding doesn't carry the kind of power that then leads to... Uh, the universe really coming up to meet you. Mm. And so, yeah, I think let's, let's go through our, our three examples and the, um, okay. In a chronological order. Okay. So we're going to tell you three nerds. We're going to tell you three very short (laughs) stories and these three different stories happened in 2017, 2018, and then 2019. Yes. We have three different stories and they all have to do with our decisions surrounding Music. Yeah. So let's talk about 2017. Okay. Which, gosh, it feels so long ago, but yet not. Okay. So, okay. So in 2017, Sienna and I had been ignoring or not doing our music. A ghost. Yeah. Yank, yank. For like, yeah, seven years, whatever. How long it had been. I don't even know. We lost track. It wasn't something that was (laughs) in our uh, thoughts very much. But sometime that year, she and I went on a very short trip. We kind of got out of our normal everyday routine, right? So we were in a different environment. Yes. We were, um, we had the occasion to kind of be forced together in a physical space (laughs) because we were out of our normal environment. We were in a hotel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... So we just started talking about our life and music came up. And over the course of that trip, we realized that, you know, we, we probably really should commit back to doing music again because, wow, it really did give us life you know, it, it played it such an important part in our lives. It fed our spirits and our souls. It brought this depth of richness and a way for us to relate to each other. And we know that some people got some great things out of it. And mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. great way to just expand who we are as people again, you know, to recommit to it. And in one of our conversations, we we kind of made a pact with each other. And it did have that feeling of 
seriousness mm-hmm. and conviction and like there's no turning back and yeah it you felt know what really good. we really agreed with each other that yeah you know what this doing music together it is important to us yeah it's important to us yeah. and and because of that we should respect it we should put some time and energy into it yeah and it did feel good and then, so we made this decision in the hotel in the hotel room, and it felt great. I moments later, I check our email, and I checked our CNN Toast email, which we had maintained all these years. We just oh yeah, you know yeah, but I hadn't but I hadn't checked it. The uh, well now now we use it. Yeah, now we yeah. do. But back in 2017, it had been kind of pretty dormant. You know, it's like eh. But I checked our email, and then the day prior, we had received an email, so we hadn't seen it until after we made the decision, and I checked our email, and we were offered an amazing gig. We were asked to play at a live event. A black tie live event. And this was the first inquiry about us doing a gig that we had gotten in literally Probably several years. Yeah, years. Because after, when we had stopped doing music, we would have the, you know, we would have invitations for gigs. Because mm-hmm. that, that's what happens. Like when you're doing it full time, you play many of the same places every year. They ask you back. Mm-hmm. That leads to other people seeing you. They invite you to their other private events. And so if you keep up with that, you really can just keep gigging. <laughs> but we had said no. But once you start saying no, no, then they know not to ask you anymore. They know not to ask you anymore. (laughs) And then also you're not in front of new people to go, oh, maybe I should hire them for our wedding. Maybe I should hire them for the wine event or whatever it might be. So it had been quite some time and they weren't even asking like, hey, um," I mean, basically we had the gig if we wanted it. Mm -hmm. Right. And we were like, oh my God. What Like, then the reality of, like, we are not rehearsed to be the main entertainers for a gig like this at this level. Mm -hmm. And then yet the other part of us going, hey, we made the decision. The universe is helping us here. Mm -hmm. So it was scary and it was hard, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. It was a a grand adventure. Yes. But the whole point of this story is kind of like, yeah, you could see it it as just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting that the email was sent before we consciously made the decision. Yes. Right. Yeah. But to me, I guess the way I choose to see that is the, the things are working. You, you don't, you are not the cause of every single thing. Right. It's just that you are a part of this grand living organism of the universe and and as you do make your decisions, the universe knows that that's what's happening. That's what omniscience is, I guess, right? And, it, and things just start yeah. coming together. And, you know, something I'll say is if we did see it before we had made that decision and really had all of those heart-to-heart talks when we were away, mm-hmm. I feel very strong that we probably would have said no. I agree with that. Because we yes. would have been, we can't, we're not rehearsed, right. let's not do it. Mm-hmm. Um and you know that example, yeah, that scenario is an illustration of what I 
take to mean this whole all this talk about frequency and being on the same frequency or being aligned with something. Yeah. Because prior to us making the decision, we were on the frequency of music, eh, gig, no, no, thanks. We don't we don't gig anymore. Thanks. That's the frequency we're on. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after having made the decision of no music is important, yes, let's let's um realize that this is one way that we can enrich our lives and be of service to others yeah yes we're going to commit to it and respect it yeah. we're on that frequency so then when we see the same exact type of invitation to participate yeah. in something that we we respond with yes okay yes we will Absolutely. contribute and it's an honor to contribute thank you for asking us right. we'll show up what's the next step that we're going to rehearse blah blah and something i i have to say again the frequency we had prior of like, no, we don't do music. Like, it sounds kind of ungrateful and sassy. But I want to clarify that music has always been tugging at us. It's more like we have tried to bury it like, no, we can't do that right now. Like, just denying that part of ourselves. And I think that there is still still something that needs to be healed for us with our past with music and, and, and all of that. And therefore that's where that attitude comes in. Like, no, we don't do music anymore. And no, thank you. No, we won't take that gig. It comes from that place of like fear. Mm. You know, we were just kind of pushing music away, pushing music away. And something I'll say about that 2017 gig is, um, it was also a paid gig, Mm -hmm. which was nice. Um, but that gig, and I know we're Gosh, we're already running out of time. But that gig was amazing in so many ways. It was also a gig where we never experienced the sound sound system issues like we had at that gig. We definitely got through it. um, But I think it rattled us a bit. Mm. And then we kind of put things (laughs) down and went, okay, I don't know. Do we want to do music? We just kind of put, and then the idea, the inspired idea to uh, move to Portland, popped up shortly after that, and then that was our focus. Then in 2018, okay, here's the next story. Next story, 2018, we decided again. We said, okay, we're in Portland. It's a new place. They have uh, a different, different um, appreciation for music. I think that's fair to say, right? Yeah. Especially In- independent kind of music, maybe. Yeah, independent music. Yeah. Um, and we had our old sound system speakers and, and all of it. We had it throughout all those years. So when we moved to Portland, we actually released it mm-hmm. back in California. And mm-hmm. it was really hard for me personally because I felt like, oh, we're letting go. We're not like, we passed what are going to do without people. a yeah, we, sound system? Yeah. So anyways, um, when we moved here... We were talking with a friend mm-hmm. and who is also a musician, and he said, oh, by the way, could you guys use a sound system? I have, I have one that's pretty brand, brand I, new. I've hardly and I used just, it. And I just wanted to give it to you guys, if you guys could use it. So then we got a sound system. And not for only free. that, for free, not only that, he also curated a list of open mics because we wanted to start doing open mics again to just get out there and, and sing. Um, he curated a list where he thought, okay, this would, these people would be, uh, these venues would be a great fit for the kind of music you do. Mm-hmm. So that was the next thing. That was that the happened. second story. Yeah. So that... Again, I just want to point out, pretty amazing because it's not like 
we put out any kind of word among our network of friends about, hey, looking for a sound system. For anyone we didn't even system. say anything. We just knew anybody. within our. In fact, at that point, this is so. This is a very true story. At that point, we had had several sound system ideas uh, in our Amazon cart. Right. <laughs> That's but right. we didn't have to buy any of those right, things. Right. So it was amazing. Okay, then the most recent miracle is... 2019. Yes. It was a... Uh, on a weekend, we decided with that type of conviction, mm-hmm. okay, let's just do music. We can make time. There is a way. You always can make time for things that are important. We can do this. Uh, alongside our our podcast, we can do this. It felt different, and every single time we make the decision to do music again, it always feels very serious and um, having that conviction. So over a weekend, we decided. Then on Monday, a producer that we had been, a producer and engineer that we had been working with in California texted us and said out of the blue we we hadn't even been in touch with him for over a year right right he said hey remember that song we're working on i put everything together i i finished it up see how you like it if you want to make any changes let me know and why this is so cool why we call it a miracle is because when we left california that song wasn't finished in terms of all the parts were there, but we wanted to re-record certain parts. We wanted to do the backgrounds differently. There were, there were things that we still wanted to do with it, but we didn't have time to, um, well, we didn't prioritize it, actually, right. to go, go back in the studio and do that. You know, we were making a big move to Portland. It, it felt very sh- uh, pinched and, sh- and stressed at the time. So... Really, finishing having the finished track was never even in our mind that could be a possibility. On our side, we felt like the ball was in our court, and it was like, okay, when are we going to go back to California to finish up that song? So we were pleasantly and, and wonderfully surprised that he had finished the song. We gave him our notes. He changed some things around. And even though the song itself was from, you know, just a different time. We were like, there there are things today that we might want to change or re-record or do differently, but we decided and made the choice to let's leave it because it's a great stamp of that time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I heard what? somebody, I heard, I think it was Bill Maher, who I really like. He, said, some, he said something like, art is never finished. Mm. It's just abandoned. You yes. need to you need to yes. know or make some kind of decision of you know what I, I'm going to walk away from it now, <laughs> right? Because yeah, you can yes. always make changes and yes. stuff like that. Yes. But so we decided, yeah, yeah, okay, that's it. Yes, <laughs> and we will we will share with you that the song is called "Please Believe," and this was actually a song that came of. Um, the time following Toast and I having uh, been through that period of just really arguing a lot. Mm. 
So this song was written after that time, but it was definitely of that period. It's about that. Yes. Living in that state of relationship where it's just really hard. Yeah. So, So it really is a very personal song. I guess a lot of songs are personal, but this was, this song is really personal for us. Um, we weren't thinking so much about, okay, what about the hook and what, you know, in, in terms of like how you write a song and all of that. And so that's that. And, um, so we, so today we thought, you know what, let's share with our listeners all the things that have come from making our decision with music over and over again mm-hmm. with that conviction mm-hmm. to hopefully inspire you to believe that the universe will come and support you. Mm-hmm. There will be things, you know, and oh, and it's sorry, a, I'm oh. thinking, <laughs> thinking what, what? about because I was one, I'm getting all of our episodes mixed up. Okay. We haven't re- recorded the one that I was thinking about, oh. but um, you know. We will say that um, another miracle that happened very recently is being asked to participate in a in a music festival. Mm-hmm. And again, Toast and I were like, "What? Wait, huh? We can't? What? We're not?" But that would be a slap in the face to the universe, mm-hmm. who is right, saying, right. "What? You decided to do music again? Well." here you go. How about this on a silver platter? Mm -hmm. Right? Right. How dare we say no? Exactly. So we said yes. Of course. Of course. Anyways. (laughs) And I'm, I'm hoping too, like that listeners will take comfort maybe in, uh, realizing the reality of, yeah, it's not, decisions are not necessarily a one and done kind of thing. Just like you said. Right. Um, and, we're not failures because we have to make decisions, the same decisions again and again and again. Repeat that. And again. That bears right? repeating. Like that's, well, it, it's, it's that same, it's that cliche of like, what about like fall down seven times and get up eight or whatever, right? It's not about never falling down. It's yes. about continuing back to up. get up. Yeah. And I love remembering wow this is a very kind of etymology podcast because the word success Mm. it it speaks to succession keep going Mm. right you you keep going so when you succeed it just simply means that you're continuing on yeah it's not that you you've arrived and that's it or you you did it and that's it no succeeding is you're you're continuing on yeah and also, too, there is something to be said about divine timing. And you trusting know? that there is such a thing as divine timing, yeah. too, I think, right? Not yeah. not thinking that, oh, if it doesn't happen on my timetable, then right. it's a failure. Yeah. I know. And that can be scary. Yeah. Trusting that. Yeah, know? totally. All right. So we hope there's some kernel of goodness that you can take from this podcast today. In the meantime, if you'd like to follow our music journey, we did create new social media accounts specifically for music only. So those are at Sienna and Toast Music, both on Instagram and on Facebook, at Sienna and Toast Music. 
So the our current accounts at Sienna and Toast, both on Facebook and Instagram, that's going to be the podcast, lifestyle, cats, everything under the sun. But our music accounts are going to be strictly music, and we will share things like lyric sheets, songwriting process, recording process. That's our plan for those accounts. So it really is for people who like that kind of stuff. Don't want the other stuff, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, you just want the music stuff and, and all of the processes and, and behind-the-scenes things. So we hope you will follow and journey with us. All righty. All right. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. Telling you to love life if. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.